welcome to the Revital Health Podcast. I'm Jodie Duval and I'm a functional naturopath in Perth, WA. This is a place where you can expand your knowledge on how to optimise your health and realise your full potential. We'll have cutting edge information with expert guests and having lots of fun along the way. Get ready to be empowered and motivated to reach your higher vitality and find your ultimate potential. Let's go! Revital Health is a proud member of the Health Optimization Network. Health Optimization Medicine and Practice is a 501c3 nonprofit on a mission to educate doctors and practitioners on how to optimize for health rather than treating disease. If you're interested in becoming a practitioner or donating, head over to homehope.org. Revital Health Clinic is the first and only of its kind exclusive health optimization clinic in Australia with state-of-the-art technology, protocols and personalised healthcare, compounded medicines made specifically to your testing individualities. To find out more, head to revitalhealth.com.au. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Revital Health Podcast. Today, I'm thrilled to present a continuation of our captivating series on biohacking your skincare. I'm your host, Jody, and I am delighted to have Amate back on the show, the CEO and co-founder of Young Goose, joining us once again. So Young Goose founded in 2017 with a mission to introduce science to the skincare industry, has been at the forefront of developing innovative biohacking treatments for anti-aging and skin repair. Through meticulous research and a diverse team of experts, Young Goose ensures that every product is backed by decades of proven scientific knowledge from around the world. Their breakthrough treatments are genetically programmed to optimise your skin's function, enabling it to repair, restore and regenerate. Amate, a seasoned entrepreneur in the biohacking and beauty fields, brings a wealth of experience to the table with over a decade of executive roles in the health and wellness and beauty industry and Amate has been making waves through education and innovation. As the co-founder and CEO of Young Goose, his passion for performance, optimization, and skin health shines through their product line, which aims to boost the natural rejuvenation process in the skin. Together, we're excited, we're excited to delve deeper into the world of biohacking skincare and uncover the secrets to achieve youthful, vibrant skin. Now, in this highly anticipated part two, we have an incredible lineup of topics to explore. We'll kick off a discussion with an in-depth four-month review of my personal experience using Young Goose products. Then we provide invaluable insights into their effectiveness, and we'll then venture into the realm of personalized skincare for different types of skin, exploring significance of internal skincare and transformative power of collagen, internal and external perspectives. Additionally, we'll look at impact of vitamin D and sun. And that's not all. Amate will also be sharing his best skin hacks, top five tips for unlocking your skin's true potential. Then we'll also delve into the intriguing world of biohacking and how it can synergize with other cutting edge technologies. Furthermore, we'll get on to discuss the best modalities or some of the modalities to help your skin thrive and even explore the concept of holding trauma in the skin and its manifestations in more detail from last time. So get ready for an episode filled with enlightening discussions, evidence-based insights, and practical advice. Join us on this incredible journey of decoding the science of youthful skin and biohacking your skincare routine. As always, I always have a brilliant discussion with Amate. So much fun, such a beautiful man, and hope you guys enjoy too. All right, welcome back, Amate. It's so lovely to have you back on. Oh, it's the pleasure is all mine. (laughs) I have so many things to say about your products um, and all fantastic. So if those who haven't listened into the previous part one, then we had a chat about all your range. Um, Mm -hmm. I got so excited about it and ordered all of it and (laughs) have been using (laughs) all of it for, yeah, probably five months now because we caught up to the end of Jan. Yeah. Um, so first up, I my skin has never felt better. And I know a lot of people say these things, right? And and I I, I tend to get really excited about certain products, but the reason is is because I search out the products first before I actually even try them. And then mm-hmm. I get really excited because I'm like, yes, I was right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you know. 
first up, I, I took over the obviously the whole range that you um, have been doing. So I mm-hmm. did. Um, I've been doing the, the the eye care, the pro care serum. I've been doing the retinol, the bio retinol, um, and the care moisturizer, as well as a yeah. hyperbaric mask. And I've been using the hyperbaric mask probably every night to every second night because my skin incredible. Yeah. We've also been using it on the planes. We've been using it in the hyperbaric oxygen chamber. We've been using it in combination with the red light. So I've been trying it all. Um, the other one I'm really, really, really stoked about is the BioShield. So uh-huh. and this is something that we spoke about in detail on the last podcast. Um, but I've been using it with the whole family, friends. We've got some of the samples in now as well here in clinic and people have been trying it. With and I want to dive a little bit more into vitamin D, sun, yeah. all that stuff with you today because it's it's a big issue in Australia. Dermatologists obviously tell us that we are not allowed to be in the sun, but then you know, mm-hmm. others like Jack Cruz and other light promoters are obviously we need light for our body's health. So there's so yeah. many points of view on this topic. But really, if you're out in the sun for so long, it can be damaging for your skin. And in Australia, particularly, we have such a harsh environment in the sun. So mm-hmm. the BioShield, I just, I love the feel. I ran out of some of the products for a little while and I was just using the BioShield as a moisturizer and it has no crazy smell. I've had not one reaction from my skin from any of the products, even using retinol, I ran out of the moisturizer. So I actually naughtily use retinol morning and night for a few days with the bioshield mm-hmm. oh, mm-hmm. it's just like cotton wool on my skin it's gorgeous it's just yeah. so the, the the way that it's texturized i love it so mm-hmm. that's my that's my feedback my skin itself has been very much more moisturized it feels a lot more plump i'm getting comments everywhere saying i'm glowing so that's always a positive <laughs> yeah even though sometimes you feel really tired, um, there's still that glow everyone has been commenting on. And I think that's that's really a big part to play from the skincare. My, I'm just feeling less wrinkles. I'm feeling um, just just healthier. Like uh, there's just there's just a sheen, but a beautiful sheen. It's not an oily sheen. So I, I, lo- I love the products and we've got them in clinic now and we've already almost sold out of the ones that we got in. Everyone is absolutely loving it. Um, and price point actually matches things that we have available here, like rationale products. So mm-hmm. price point's actually amazing. And no one really is flinching at it, which, um, you know, a lot of people want to pay for quality and you know, you get what you pay for, I believe. Yeah. Thank yeah, you. I mean, this is, thank you. I mean, that was, uh, we need to broadcast that little snippet to everyone <laughs> in the world. But um, yeah, that's, that's, I'll give you a little story that I, I I don't think I've ever told, but um, obviously um, to anyone who knows like people like Natalie Nidham or other people that have Facebook groups uh, about like biohacking or peptides or whatever that is, I was probably a member of all of those groups. Quantified Self was one of them, you know, since the early 2000s. Um, and when we developed the product, when the product came, I, I, I actually consulted with some of these groups about, you know, um, I don't know, textures or bottles or things like that, um, wording, um, marketing, because we've really done everything pretty much on our own. Uh, we really tried to invest everything in R&D and we're, we're only, you know, we own the company. Like you're, t- you're, you lo- you're looking at 50% of the company and Anastasia is the other half, which Jody, you know. So um, when, when we launched Care, just because the costs of making a product that no one else makes, this makes something extremely expensive. And the, the cost of Care was 200 US dollars. Um, and we sold out extremely quickly. And when we uh, ran the next batch, we realized that we can cut the price in half, which we have. Um, and why am I? And, and until today, that's the that's the price of care. Even though every other company raised their prices, we didn't because we've again grown, and that lowers the cost of the product. We set up. We set out to make the best products we can. It's it's. I think it's 
unless we're talking about a specific function, I'm ne you're never gonna hear me say, oh, that's the best, whatever. Um, but I can say that this is the best we, we managed to do. I mean, whatever we deal with, we try to hire the best people, the best universities, et cetera. And um, that's not that, that wouldn't make a cheap product. Um, I was just sharing with you kind of off air about some of the new projects we have. I mean, that's, that's, you know, six figures of R&D per product. Um, and yeah, US dollars. So, um, so that's a lot of money. But, but our promise is this, we have kind of a twofold promise that the price reflects the price of the product, the price of manufacturing the product and supporting that manufacturing. It doesn't reflect um the cost of uh, a very extensive marketing or a huge uh, marketing team and copywriters that are trying to sell you on some story that may or may not exist. It all goes back to R&D. So the first promise is you're getting what you pay for. And the second is you're paying for more R&D. So you're investing in the future products that hopefully you're going to use. Um, yeah, so that's as far as being comparable to other brands. We might, or we, we might not, but I, our promise is that it is the best products that money could achieve. Yeah, yeah. And it's so, um, you know, with any product, even um, supplemental internal products, you know, it's something that the people behind the business, you need to know that they understand what is important at that level you know a lot of products are created off oh that would be a bit of money that would be a yeah. good market. whereas the the really amazing products are based upon what do we need to actually make this the best product for the skin or yeah. the internal issue that is it's being created for um and it's very i unfortunately i think it's rare in this world to be able to to have a, a company backed by that because it's more, you know, that that money aspect on top, but and you can't trust, you know, and that's my biggest mm -hmm. thing. I'll never advocate for anything that I can't trust or know the depths of where it's been created from or the research that's being put into it, because it, it's it's yeah, it's trusting that actual product and how it's being made, because there's so many fabrications that can be put on top of things. Um, yeah, and I, guess I wanted to to make you know, it's really hard to tell people when you're recommending something, these different layers, these foundational points that go into analyzing a product or analyzing mm -hmm. something to be good for you. And then you get, you know, others that are saying, oh, why don't you just use coconut oil on your skin and nothing else? And why don't you use not just have food and don't have supplements? You know, it's, but we live in an environment that's not ideal. That's number yeah. one. <laughs> we are not living in an environment that is, has our best interests. Um, at yeah. We need to, to counteract that. We need to come back at that. We need to be able to protect ourselves. Yeah. I mean, first of all, this is a great, this is a great comeback. You know, the reason we need all of those things first and foremost is because we are doing other things that are not congruent with, you know, the way we've evolved as a, as a, as a, as an organism. Right. But aside from that, we're also battling past whatever makes us reproduce we're battling redundancy and neglect and what i say by that is you know if we talk about the skin specifically but we can go you know organ and system system by system organ by organ your body okay. is basically designed designed to hold information that's going to pass you to the next generation and the minute you pass that information Everything else doesn't matter because this information was never available or was never scrutinized by, by evolution, you know, and, and past or not. And that's why we, we have, that's why aging is relevant, right? That's why all the diseases like Alzheimer's and, and, and dementia and, and, and heart disease and, and cardiovascular obesity disease and, and, and uh, diabetes and, and uh, all of those things, the hallmarks of aging, all of those things. The reason they're passed on and, and they are prevalent is because they, never, they were never scrutinized by evolution. And when we look at our skin, our skin past our reproductive age or past at the peak of our reproductive age is being neglected by evolution. And 
and and nothing is telling it that it needs to exude vitality nothing is telling it there are no signals that are saying hey renew repair yourself we need to look our best mm. and it is being deprioritized by by other systems that we need to stay alive because um, we do need to be the elder of the tribe or whatever that is. We can contribute to the tribe in other ways, but we cannot that we cannot contribute by by reproducing, right? So everything that is supposed to say, hey, I am sexually viable, I'm sexually important, hair, nails, uh, skin, etc., is not relevant anymore. So we have to take the the wheel. Um, by the way, what what the skin becomes is a is a barrier is a is a basically a um, a wall between the environment and ourselves. It becomes more and more rigid, more and more coarse. It sacrifices itself more and more, and that is first of all we can talk about. That's actually not healthy for you as a whole. It affects your brain through senescent cells, etc. Um, but it also is becoming an organ that that is only there to shield you from the environment and not a communicative organ where it says, look at me, I am viable, right? That's on us past that point. So coconut oil will not do it, even though if that's all you can afford, go ahead. Yeah, use coconut oil. It's better than not using anything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, I've never heard it put that way. And this, I love having discussions with the amateur because of this. It's like just different perspectives. And yeah, yeah. yeah that's totally true. I've, I've actually never thought about it in that way, where that that um, that communication is not only, and we 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 do it. It's a vitality that we can perceive it to perceive it in different ways. But it's the skin, really, at the end of the day, the color, the dewiness, the the, the suppleness, the you know, just the way that it presents itself in so many different aspects. And we. Mm-hmm that as naturopaths and as practitioners too you know we have all of our yeah. words to all these things it's so important yeah and and obviously that's not to say that taking care of your whole body from the inside out isn't important no and this is a prerequisite yeah. this conversation that we're having right now is 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 built upon the idea that you first should be healthy from the inside out but guess what and why is that? Okay, why is that? So we talked really like we really zoomed out, really zoomed out and, and talked about, you know, a concept, right? But if we zoom in, if we talk about the micro rather than the macro, as we grow older, there is more inflammation. The thing is, is that also signal for repair is mostly predominantly inflammation. So what happens is, is that when we have that chronic um, inflammation, it's like background noise. So it's not only that our body isn't good at communication, re- communicating repair. It's also that the discommunication is being swallowed by a, a, a sea of false communication, of, of, of echoes of the past, if you would, of communications that don't stop. And that is why we have to take care of the body from the inside out to, to make sure that the communication that we want to have is clear, is understood by the body. It's not like inflammation is a bad thing. Echoes of inflammation are a bad thing, mm-hmm. right? Because if imagine if every word I said would echo forever, I would in a very, very, sh- me especially, I love to talk. So in a very short amount of time, I wouldn't be able to convey any new information at all, right? You know, these uh, these musicians that uh, that press a button and, the, and it, a looper, you know? Yeah. Imagine a looper for every word that you have, right? Very that's basically chronic inflammation. So we have to have a way to, you know, obviously to to take care of inflammation, to to answer that call for repair or whatever that is, and to resolve it and to move on. And that is why, obviously, having a healthy body is so important. But now we have to take care of, you know, of of, of the skin. The body doesn't know a wrinkle is a problem, so we have to communicate that, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Mm so much to say to that but where i where where i see um 
a lot of my clients here and I had another you know client just yesterday you know and it was just it was just light bulb moments where you say things like um you know your organ she was like oh, you know, I'm doing all these things my skin you know back in the UK I had you know I need, needed my UV light and it was the only thing that helped my psoriasis and then I was talking to her about you know the skin being an organ and you know the skin being representing um, you know different trauma areas of the body and I was I was talking about you know obviously that's a reflection of also internal health you've got so many other issues mm-hmm. going on within your digestive system with in- inflammation with with other components of your body and she's like oh really is that is that related to my skin then and I said well yes of course <laughs> you know it's represented she's like oh that makes so much sense because I'm I'm inflamed and I'm on fire and my skin's on fire but I'm also on fire inside you know I'm, I'm having to yeah. put, put the fire out constantly and it's just echo like you say of information constantly um and obviously that then comes out through the skin or is just represented in a different way um and we yeah. talked touched base on it a little bit last time but you know this trauma idea and also representation of how the skin forms and how it shows itself particularly on the face with expression lines it's just fascinating how our bodies communicate in these ways I mean yeah and and that you know saying the body communicates to me is a is communicating to me is a great again is a great story to tell because it makes everything way more simple but the truth of the matter is is that Again, and if you want, if someone wants to think about it, chooses to think about it like me in stories, that's okay. But if someone doesn't like stories that, you know, the body doesn't communicate, the body doesn't speak English or or whatever, the, you know, there are chemical processes that are happening. Yeah, we can look at those things as well. You know, first of all, you, you were talking about trauma and there are so many things there to unpack with trauma because everyone has trauma obviously i come from 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 israel israel is a very traumatizing uh society we we are wherever you are in the in the narrative it is it is a stressful environment to live through and and in um and and i can tell you that that looking at this environment now from the outside living in the united states um, and understanding trauma, obviously being in the military, etc. I, it is apparent to me why you know why after my military service I got you know indigestion or heartburn when I was very very young or or uh, permeable gut, what we call leaky gut. Most of the time, your gut is going to express itself in the skin. The gut and the skin are mirror images of each other. More, the skin is a mirror image of the gut. First of all, these are your, this is like the donut, right? There is one hole in the middle. That's your face to your, to your, your mouth to your anus. And there is the hole on the outside, which is, which is your skin. So anything in between is your body. Everything, the donut is your body, but these two spaces are, are outside of your body. And they are built very similarly in a way where they need to select what comes into your body and what does not. We obviously have our, our, our lungs to do it too, and there are a lot of similarities there as well, even though it's very different when we talk about the lungs. But um, you, that most of skin issues are going to come from the gut, it, chronic skin issues. Um, if our gut is permeable, if our gut introduces things into our bloodstream that shouldn't be there, these foreign objects are then being recognized as, as foreign objects, as assaults on the body, which the body then recruits, um, recruits macrophages or, or recruits units to its military to, to attack. Right. So that's, that's, that's a big part of, of inflammation in the body, but we know that leaky gut causes psoriasis, eczema, wrinkles, dehydration, um, dermatitis, we, we know all of those things. Another thing about the gut and trauma that I think is, and obviously we know, by the way, guess what is leaky in your gut? Part of it is lack of collagen. So your gut is, is a big part of your gut is collagen, a little bit lower, less than 10%, but a big part of your gut is collagen. And we, we see, by the way, a lot of leaky gut in athletes, a lot of IBS in athletes, because Collagen is needed somewhere else, by the way, and uh, is demanded by wear and tear. So leaky gut is also reflected in collagen deficiency. Um, cortisol, 
creates a lot of something that we call MMPs, which break, da break down collagen. So if we're in a highly, in, in a constant cortisol elevated state, we should, which we shouldn't be, cortisol, unless it's very specifically in the morning to, to regulate some circadian rhythm issues, should be low. Um, we get these, this breakdown of collagen in our skin, in our gut, and there are so many ties to trauma. We know that um, people, so in Eastern medicine, the, the abdominal fat is also related to trauma. That's like a buffer between you and the environment that your subconscious is like, okay, I got to have some kind of buffer there. And obviously that, that accumulation of, of, of extra calories of sugar and stuff like that is also really detrimental to your skin. Um, excess sugar also breaks down collagen through glycation. So there is, this is just the micro but if we want to tell a story, the story is this. The better we treat our gut, the better we treat that line of defense for our body, the better the other line of defense can work and take care of itself. If one doesn't work well, the other is not going to work very well. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I use this analogy with my clients a lot is that, you know, we are constantly in this state of stress because our body is perceiving everything as a tiger chasing it. It's Exactly. It's this, you know, the traffic, the the boss at work, the email that comes through. It's like a tiger is jumping out of you, out of the screen and attacking you. The body can't yeah. be in any different way. So there's constant breakdown, constant disrepair. And then we couple that with environmental toxins and other, you know, food ingredients that aren't ideal and alcohol that's not ideal. And then we get continual breakdown and then no repletion. Yeah. yeah. No repletion and no detoxification. So one of the things that, uh, is very apparent. First of all, so collagen also, uh, sorry, excuse me, cortisol also makes us schleff uh, or makes us release a lot of skin layers. And these skin layers, because our body can release them uh, and, and, and shed them as fast as it releases them, they kind of clog. That's why we have acne when we're stressed. So they clog the detoxification pathway of our skin. That's number one. Another thing that happens when we're very stressed, our muscles are contracted more than usual and they don't move, they don't glide as well. And that um, inhibits our lymphatic system, which is a super important. Obviously anyone who does gua sha or anything like that, I'm gonna tell you a secret. The only reason it helps your skin is because of that uh, um, encouragement of lymphatic drainage. Uh, I mean, the only, only is a hard word, but that's 99.9%, okay? So um, the lymphatic system doesn't work very well when we're stressed because what activates it are uh, pump, pumping of muscles, activation and release. So if our muscles are clenched, we have a hard time detoxifying. Um, and that's obviously huge. If you think of your skin as like this, plant, right? That needs to produce something. Imagine you had a plant that doesn't, doesn't, no one's uh, taking out the trash, right? Yeah. So that's a big issue for, for our plant. That is every skin cell that we have. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, back to the lymphatic system and fascia, yeah. I was reading a really interesting article the other day on water and formation and light and minerals and all the things that add up to this beautiful, complex nature and then couple that with trauma stored in the fascia. So yeah. do you have past traumas and, pre and, and present stress that is holding onto these areas and restricting movement within the muscles, but you also have tension within the muscles. Yeah. And then a breakdown of collagen and um, higher intensities of breakdown of actual muscles and disrepair of amino acids. Mm -hmm. It just it can be a complete mess. But when when I look at it and I tell obviously my clients too, and like, you know, sunlight proper hydration and minerals, purity, you know, trying to increase and move detoxification pathways, exercise, you know, correct, you know, conversations, communications with, with people, you know, communities, relationships, and then nourishment, even if you have yeah. a bad environment or bad alcohol consumption or whatever, whatever is happening in your life at the time, it's going to not tip the balance. Um, yeah. Area protection of the skin is huge because that's something that's maintaining the health of that organ 
through change of the underneath layering as well. Yeah, you know, um, that's uh, such a good point. And um, Peter Atia, uh, Dr. Peter Atia, uh, who has a wonderful podcast called The Drive, it's a little bit nerdy, like if someone... You know, don't 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 put it in drive. You're gonna maybe fall asleep. But um, it's uh, that's one of my favorite podcasts. And um, he was talking to a a nutrition expert, a professor that was talking about how the main problem in diet diets is excess. You know, um, work. You know, better for us, worse for us. That's 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 obviously individual, but also. If we have excess of calories, that's when problems start. And when we're within our uh, range of suggested calories, we can get away with a lot of things. And I think that's a good analogy for other things that are happening in our lives, like stress, like, you know, a lot of trauma. Everyone's experiencing trauma. The problem is that overflow. You were talking about that that tiger, right? Um. I think if someone is not engaging in some kind of communication with themselves, you know, mindfulness, call it, call it meditation, call it brain tap and uh, I don't know, whatever, whatever other uh, modality you want to, um, to adopt Mm. what you, it's very hard to get out of the loop of you telling yourself a story that if your boss yelled at you, it's the end of the world, because it is definitely not the end of the world. Um, Going back, so when when we meditate, I can tell you that obviously a business is extremely stressful. Mm. You know, again, off air, we talked about a company growing and getting some hate, you know, getting some some uh, some remarks. Oh, you know, this product is too expensive and why this is not that or whatever. Um, this could feel like the end of the world. You can look at the, you can imagine the other person, you can imagine someone hates you. I mean, it's the worst feeling in the world. But if you don't stop and talk to yourself and say, you know, in the end, this is my mission. That's what I'm accomplishing. Imagine how many people were exposed to it and didn't say anything negative. And, you know, only 7% of the people that have something positive to say ever say it. That's a statistic, by the way. So, yeah. So stopping and communicating that to yourself and really getting yourself off that snow, like, like snowball uh, of, of negative uh, emotions, I think that's the most important thing we can do for our health skin health health in our of our body in general is being in a state of gratitude um yeah and that greater communication gives you that space to actually leave things for a moment and not overreact right away and i think i talk about this a lot with with others because it's it's really important to realize that we have time we have that little bit of space we don't have to act straight away um yeah and, and, and back to those people that you know, it, it attracts those sorts of comments in businesses that attracts certain types of people who may yeah. be struggling in life and that's an outlet uh-huh. for, you know so it's almost like that that gratitude and, and humbling nature of like wow they must they might be really struggling you know and yeah. that's where I you know come to the point of, of thinking about that you know anything nasty is always coming from a place of hurt from from them so mm-hmm. um, I guess you just get better at, at understanding that and being grateful that they've chosen your business to uh, <laughs> unload. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. Especially when you, especially when when you're trying to to do something good. You know, if you know you're you're an a hole or whatever. If you know you're trying to, you know, I, I don't know. No, no, no offense to anyone, but if you know that what you're doing is very self-serving and you're not trying to serve the co- the common good. I bet these, these comments are not as hurtful, but when you come from a good place, probably that's when you're most vulnerable because you're putting yourself out there. Um, I mean, that's everyone who talks to us and we talk about what we do. That's our passion project, right? That's, that's what we're doing it um, in order to improve anyone who uses our products life. Or if we're talking about the podcast that, that we have, we're doing it in order to improve people's health. So I think when you put yourself out there, obviously you're going to get good things because you're doing something with passion, but you should also expect, you should know that with greater exposure, you're going to meet those things. And that can apply to everyone, every step of their lives, uh, et cetera. 
we we do use the word trauma quite liberally, right? Because trauma could be someone who cut you off in yeah. the road and you're traumatized for a second, but it can do can be also something uh, concrete, someone that that experienced something that is that is staying with them. And I think that is where um, we come in or or we try we try to help the most. And I don't know if we talked about it last time in the podcast. Obviously, trauma should be dealt with professionally, but trauma in your skin, that's something that is held in your fascia mm-hmm. and that it is that is also held in your skin uh, chemically. And in most of our product, we try to include um, ingredients that address that trauma. Or when we give uh, professionals um protocols on how to use our products professionally we try to communicate we do have a trauma protocol so um and there are at least in the u.s i'm not aware of what's going on in australia but there are estheticians who are who are who specialize in skin trauma and in trauma in general Mm -hmm. and i think it's very important to treat that as well if that's part of of your journey, if you want to to have better skin and you have experienced trauma, it's important to understand that you need to use those ingredients. You need to go to those people. Aside from dealing with overall trauma, you do want to resolve trauma in the skin as well because um, it is an organ that that is that stores memories, that stores energy. Mm, absolutely, and it's such an important point. And I think we said this last time. We didn't get into detail like we have today, but. It's um, not spoken about very often, um, you know, in, in, in settings like ours where we talk about different body parts and different connections to emotions and traumas or mm-hmm. memory, um, you know, skin, it's, it's not really touched upon much. And I think it's really important to realise it's our face out, you know, it's our mm-hmm. it's cover ourselves and we create a barrier of some sort if there's been something huge that's happened. Um, so, you know, it will come out and we will see that through the face or the body. Yeah. 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 Well, it's the last stop, right? Before things come out. So again, if we, you know, we can talk about molecules and chemistry all we want, but we really are people and we experience life. And if we want to think about about it in a, in a heuristic way, in a holistic way, this Mm -hmm. is the, really the last point before something goes out from your body to the world. And a lot of the times when we experience trauma, uh, again, also within ourselves, like our mitochondria, but also in general, we close up. Yeah. We we don't let our emotions be expressed. And our skin is really that last threshold just before things come out. So a lot of the things that we would have wanted to say or wanted to do, or a lot of the things that we feel like we should have acted, but we stopped ourselves are being stored in that last, last you know, point. Yeah. To your point about about uh sunscreen part of the reason that chemical sunscreens are harmful to you is because they actually are like a like a polymer like a shield that doesn't let toxins be released from the skin so your skin sun is a detoxifier and it's stimulating the release of toxins but then something stops it just before it's being released and that accumulation of toxins is negative these toxins were in your body the whole time but that accumulation of toxins is negative you can see the same thing in infrared saunas right if you are not detoxifying well that attempt to detoxify that's being stopped by the skin not being able to detoxify well etc or your mitochondria not be not being able to support that process energetically that's what gives what what gives you the hard time and you're going to feel terrible same thing with your emotions and and with with emotional trauma it's not it's it's that distilling of that just before it bottles up to the surface and and that bottling it up that is something that's detrimental mm especially in the skin and we can see that we can see people who's under who have undergone trauma age significantly in a very short amount of time absolutely absolutely yeah Yeah, i noticed exactly the same um yeah and just speaking back to your point about the sun as well you know if all of the all the products that you're using is making obviously the cellular health of the skin and the body better so Mm -hmm. With this exposure to the sun when you're going to get exposure then to the sun you know obviously you use for excess exposure you're using sunscreen and you know try mm-hmm. you're out in the sun a lot for your face particularly but 
with that, your body is going to be better responsive. You're going to build a better callus of light protection. You're going to yeah. build melanin protection. You're going to be able to have all of those underlying functions that we're meant to be having in higher quality for yeah. preparation for high sun. You know, our bodies are not new to the sun. It's not like we've not seen the sun before. You know, it's there. <laughs> we love it yeah. from that. Um, but it's again, like we spoke back to the even the food and um, calorie content. It's excess that is the issue for most mm-hmm. things, and we try to excess to block things like emotions and bottle up things like emotions. Yeah. There's so many different points around that. Yeah, you know, to going, you know, we kind of are going, we're jumping between points, but I have to, you know, talk about the uh, the idea of building um, callus. I think it's more complex than then um again like a lot of respect to dr jack jack Roos, and he's definitely a a voice out yeah. there that's talking about sun exposure etc but the the ability to handle the sun yeah. is a a muscle in air quotes it's not something that you can say you know i'm going to just start you know from zero to 100 and 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 just go and, and enjoy myself in two in the afternoon on Bondi Beach or I don't know where you're going Perth but just fill in the blank. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there, there are there are many things that we can do and should do gradually to uh, to create the the ability to go out and enjoy the sun. I think first and foremost, you know, there's a lot of studies showing how exposure to red light therapy panels improves your skin's ability to handle sun damage and really what is red light therapy red light therapy is 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 one of the true biohacking modalities because it distills something that exists in nature and and really strips off negative effects like uv light right so we get only red and near infrared which are therapeutic lights and they are abundant in when the sun is 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 close to the horizon, sunset and sunrise. And that's, again, we talk about evolution. That's how we evolved, right? Wake up with the sunrise, go outside, start working. So we're communicating to our body, hey, kind of prepare yourself for this day where, where you're going outside. So even if you are trying to get your body to, to, to accept or to build that callus, it's going to be extremely difficult if you're not exposing it early in the day to sunlight. So before 10 a.m., you should be exposing your skin to the sun if you want to build that ability to handle uh, sun exposure. You know, talking about a lot of the people that we that we talk about as far in the health space, whether it is like Jack Roos or Wim Hof or or a, a lot of those people are getting getting bad feedback. People are saying, "Well, you don't look very young. Your skin doesn't look that great." Yeah, First gonna... of all, they're, <laughs> they're they're canaries in the coal mine. That's number one. They, they are not doing that distilling of good and bad, right? Mm-hmm. They care about very specific things, yeah. but when you're being exposed to the sun constantly, you really cannot avoid the DNA, the physical DNA damage mm. of, of 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 sun exposure. So. UV light literally fuses parts of your DNA together, literally, by the way. And that creates bad epigenetics. It creates, again, that, that, that bad information in your cells. And that is something that is like aging on steroids. So you are not able really to mitigate uh, sun damage uh, or, or photoaging, as we call it, just by, you know, accumulating hours under the sun. What we can do is protect the areas that are really exposed to the environment all the time. So our face, the back of our hands, uh, wherever you're exposed constantly, because a lot of people think that it's only the sun, but it's not only the sun, pollution, EMFs, Blue light, we now know that blue light degrades collagen, that blue light breaks down collagen. Uh, When I say blue light, I mean blue light from artificial um, sources of light, which is way, way, way in way higher quantities than you get it from the normal environment. Um, Heavy metals, 
mycotoxins, all of those things that are the skin that, that is exposed to the environment, like our face, neck, chest, back of the hands, is exposed to constantly, that skin, leave that skin alone. Or on the contrary, like protect this skin. Expose your 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 the skin that is not being constantly assaulted. Expose that skin to the sun, such as your chest, your belly, uh, the you know back of your legs, your back. These areas should be used to generate vitamin uh, D3. And by the way, more blood is is running through those areas closer to the center of your body. There's more blood circulating there. That's going to be also positive as far as the ability to mitigate some of the sun damage. Yeah, wow, I love I love all of that. <laughs> it's never explained in in that way, I'm gonna say, because it's um, it's such a topic of discussion here. I tell you, mm-hmm. because obviously people are avoiding, and there's huge vitamin D deficiency. I see it mm-hmm. every day in clinic, multiple times a day. Um, yeah, so it's just not the education that's out there, and I think that's very important to be noting, you know, even while we sit here, I should be having my bioshield on, you know, my bioshield yeah. protection from the, the blue lights and the lights that I'm under, which are unnatural. Um, mm-hmm. Very important things that we can be using and just, it can be very simple in that way that we're just, um, uh, you know, aligning ourselves to certain time periods of the day and making sure we've got the basics there with the morning exposure and then the yeah. midday exposure across the body. Yeah, and you know, again, um, I'm sure, I'm sure, big cities. Um, we don't live in a big city here in in South Florida, United States, but I'm sure big cities and the nightlife scene oh. is it's going to be very confusing if I'm going to come to someone in Miami, in Tel Aviv, Israel, in Sydney, Australia, and and tell them, hey, you know, when you go to a nightclub, you should put sunscreen. It's going to be funny, right? But the truth is, is that if you live in a in a big city, yeah. on average, obviously, statistically, you are going to a create more aging is going to be created by pollution, EMF, and blue light than it, than you're going to get from sun exposure, from UV light, ultraviolet light. Absolutely. So you definitely should, especially if you're traveling, things like that, as you mentioned before, you definitely should consider, especially BioShield. We've designed it to be a, a bioprotectant. Every time you're outside, every time you're going to be exposed to, let's say, pollution, because it's the easiest to conceptualize, but also our artificial light, you should be using it. Yeah. Well, this morning, preparation for being up early for our podcast, I went to, mm-hmm. the, gym. I went to the gym earlier to do my Pilates. Yeah. <laughs> I never normally am up and doing things on artificial light in the morning before I actually see yeah. the very, you know, I'm a stickler now. Obviously, I teach it. I have to actually, I, I, I say it, I have to do it. So yeah. going to the gym and I walk into the gym and I'm just like, oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, feeling, I'm feeling so bad for my skin, so bad for my eyes. <laughs> you, know, you, you sometimes have to do these things. But when you realize how bad they are, you're so aware of it now. You know, it's just because, yeah. yeah. Well, I have good news for you as far as that is concerned. Exercise is kind of a is like a, when you shake that uh, thing that kids play on. It got, it 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 erases everything we kind of said before because yeah. exercise does obviously with adrenaline it does spike your cortisol in a way that is similar to what's going to happen when you expose your light your your eyes to to sunlight in the morning. Um, so exercise does allow you to get away with get get away with a lot of things that you wouldn't normally like you know i wake up my jujitsu training is six in the morning so i wake up at five in the morning there's no light but i and i even have coffee almost like half an hour after i wake up when i'm on the way to jujitsu so which is a no-no but all of those things are being mitigated by that um that physical exercise early in the morning because we are getting that correct cortisol spike. I know I said cortisol is bad before, but we do need one spike of cortisol um, in the morning about naturally it's about 45 minutes after we wake up. And that is to start our circadian clock, basically our, our innate biological clock. Uh, So we can create, for example, melanin uh, melatonin uh, way later in the day, eight hours later, basically. So 
Yeah, it's very important, but exercise is, is a master regulator. By the way, temperature is a master regulator, so we can emulate it with sauna or or other things. But do exercise, please. Sauna is not a not a replacement. <laughs> it's um, it, that's a very good point because I was gonna bring out to you know, obviously we're, we're getting short of time now, but it's I wanted yeah. to come practical points, and it's really important. You know, we talk about all these things being bad or harmful, but you can mm -hmm. mitigate in so many different ways. And this is what I love about biohacking because yeah. you can then do things to counteract the environment that we're living in and you can end up better even. Uh, yeah. So I think it's a very positive note to, to sort of move into at the end here is that mm -hmm. ideally what are we looking at for, you know, your range, I would say, is each one is is bound with specific supports that are needed for each of the skin. So if I was to recommend, you know, and I have been to people here, I would say the complete range is beautiful and you pick your serum according to what you need. Mm -hmm. Yes. My perspective. Um, so you obviously that the skincare is very, very important, but what are the supports for skin um, on a quick, you know, one, two, three, mm -hmm. with uh you know we need to remember yeah so uh we we've we've touched almost on all of them but i would definitely definitely uh recommend sleep hygiene that's i mean that's the most important really everything else we can survive without but we cannot survive without sleep by the way oh, we cannot survive without nad as well by the way you're gonna die in 10 seconds if you didn't have nad in your body but that's a different point um <laughs> yeah that's true um, so the most important sleep, sleep hygiene, if you are specifically interested in, in skin health, uh, go, you have to sleep between the hours of 11 PM and midnight. That is the hour that the most amount of cellular turnover, cellular renewal is happening. We call it the golden hour for, for sleep. So, uh, that's, that's very, very important. Um, aside from that. Uh, we did talk about exercise, obviously sweating and detoxifying is extremely important. Um, gut health is crucial. Um, and of course, mindfulness uh, and some kind of uh, uh, de-stressing practice. My favorite is non-sleep depressed, NSDR. The reason it's my favorite is alongside mindfulness, that's something that is basically free. You can go on YouTube. I don't, I don't know what you have there in Australia. I'm kidding. You can go to YouTube um, and and uh, look for non-sleep depressed. Um, and that is going to be definitely something that's going to help you tremendously. Um, all of these things, to your point, mitigate the other harmful things that we are that we're engaged in the the stress the stress from the environment the bad posture the bad uh you know um things that we're exposed to all of these things we allow our body to the best chance to uh, mitigate them and even uh you know function at its at its best capacity mm, mm, wonderful each one has its own podcast i think each one that you just <laughs> <laughs> yeah we've got a lot of <laughs> Like, I can't believe the hour has gone already. I've, I've, I've got so much more to say, but I think we... It's crazy. I'm actually down... Um, I mean, I'm your way in October. I'm in Florida, um, Hollywood in October. So maybe we can catch up there. Wow. Yeah, for sure. You you'll come to our little... This is our little podcast studio here. Uh, so so you'll come. We'll have a podcast face-to-face. Uh, -face. Yeah, that's exciting. Even more exciting. Yeah. Um, so I want to now just talk about, give me your ideal treatment strategy, daily routine for products. And this is something that I want to put out also on, um, social media. So clients here know what to be buying, um, for yeah. Well. yeah, for sure. So let's go over it like super quickly. We only have one cleanser that's called the adaptogenic cleanser to have it work because it's phenomenal. It increases uh, anything from your body, your skin's ability to create collagen, your skin's ability to resist environmental stressors like pollution, and also downregulates the bad actor in NAD, which is cellular repair, cellular energy. Uh, the, the bad actor in that 
um, equation that's called CD38. So it's actually neutralizing it. So that's very important to apply it at least for 30 seconds on the skin before we wash it off. That's number one. If you are someone who wants a, a toner, you can use BioC peptide spray. That's super um, individual. It's not a must. What is a must is to kind of create or to understand what you're interested in as far as treatment and signal to your skin, to your specific needs. So if you feel like your skin is losing a lot of hydration, like it's not hydrated, um, it is sensitive, it is uh, prone to um, reactions, prone to you know occasional acne, reacting to other products, all those things, BioBarrier would be your product of choice. Remember, we talked about that that um, you know that relationship between our gut and our skin. So the same way we have leaky gut, we have leaky skin. BioBarrier is the product to circumvent that. That's number one. If we are interested in general aging, we want our skin to function like a younger skin and kind of target everything at once. ProCare Senolytic Serum would be your serum of choice. That is going to make your skin behave up to 20 years younger, but also going to target anything from wrinkles, pigmentation, balanced oil levels, and deal with a lot of things. Again, aging is like an iceberg. 90% is under the surface. What you're seeing now is, is you know, year, was created years ago. So it treats everything that's under the water, as we say. So that's as far as pro care. If you are specifically interested in more hydration and you want to double the amount of hydration your skin can hold on to in 11 days, that's going to be your adaptogenic HA firming boost. So that is specifically, we call it hydration gym. It's going to increase how your skin holds on to hydration. If you are interested in mainly um, acne balancing out the oils, really, you know, creating, if your skin is very oily and you want to treat it rather than just, you know, hide the symptoms, green tea phytoserum is going to be the serum for you. And aside from all of that, if we are interested in signaling repair, signaling renewal to the skin, we are going to use as an evening serum, we're going to use the bio-retinol. I know you cheated and you used it twice a day. You could definitely do that. If your skin can handle it, you can do it twice a day. That's going to be great. And you can use any other serum you want before that. But um, that's going to be your, your evening serum of choice, um, even starting at twice a week for renewal. So that's as far as serums. That's how you communicate to your skin, whatever you want. Now we need to fuel that communication, that homework that you give the skin, now you need to give it the Adderall. <laughs> you need to give it the ability to, to follow up on whatever you, you asked it to do. That's going to be our, our uh, care moisturizer. And for the evening time, we don't really have an evening moisturizer. Um, but what we do have is the hyperbaric mask that goes over care. And together, they become this, you know, night cream on steroids, basically. Um, so that is as far as the, uh, hyperbaric mask. We also have an eye cream, um, that's called eye care. And that's kind of a kitchen sink approach for around your eyes. We have a kitchen sink approach to the neck and chest, which is the adaptogenic neck and chest. Um, we have a moisturizer. Some people, um, are interested in the thick classic moisturizer. So we are playing a playing a little bit with a new biotechnology that that we invested in and is and 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 we we like playing around with things so we have biomarine um that's a that's a normal moisturizer that's doesn't have an ad but it does have like a really cool fermented bacteria that increases collagen production so if someone wants a classic thick rich moisturizer that's going to be the one to go to uh, to go to but that's kind of a side note mm. um Sorry, I just want to interject there. Um, I'm going to say yeah. just, um, when I, I actually have been using the, the spray, so I use it yeah. day if I need to freshen up as well. Mm -hmm. I mentioned right at the start is that I wake up in the morning and I look at my face and I think it not only looks fresh and not tired, like I've actually had a really good sleep, which I do sleep well normally anyway. That's sort of like a, a no-brainer for me always. Mm -hmm. But I don't feel like I need to put any makeup on. I think my skin is so even, the tone, and 
I don't wear not a lot of makeup anyway, but even today I've just got a thin layer of like a tinted moisturizer over the top at the moment, like a natural um, one. So I actually don't need to wear thick foundation at all. Yeah. Um, and feel yeah. amazing about the skin. And I think that hyperbaric mask at night addition, I I love that. It's like boom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you we we like this technology so much and, and it took us so long to develop and it was so you know it was so we never thought it's going to be a hit product I want to be honest it's it's a hit a cult product we have you know movie stars that are asking us for 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 uh to, to get to sell them huge bottles true story so they can use it on their entire body especially because mm-hmm. they own a hyperbaric chamber so they're like oh i want i want it that's that's a, i'm not even exaggerating it's insane <laughs> and and like uh movie director stuff it's insane to be honest but we like this technology so much that we are making now an essence essence it's basically a a toner but it's it's a different you know texture if you would it's like a milky toner that uh has the same technology and even an improved technology of the of the hyperbaric mask so we're gonna have like a hyperbaric toner if you would um because we want something that you'll be able to apply during the day and lighter and and to fit with more people's uh regimen so Mm. that's uh that's a little scoop we don't have it out yet but uh we will soon um yeah so that's pretty cool and you know, we obviously didn't mention BioShield here because we talked about it like for 30 minutes, but uh, BioShield is um, definitely a product that I feel like everyone should take to Deserted Island. Um, uh, our friend Amy Killen, Dr. Amy Killen, just, uh, which is like a renowned stem cell doctor, she just uh, filmed a, a a little video saying that that's what she uses when she's in a casino because of all the, you know, environmental uh, onslaught. So, Last but not least, the product that I really, really like, but is but is a concept product for us. It, we really make it in small quantities. Is oh. the Naya Polish, which is a an NAD boosting uh, facial scrub um, mm-hmm. with with really cool enzymes we make from um, from uh, pomegranate, uh, very similar to what uh, Mitopure is, which is a it's it's a uh, it's it's a, a urolithin A basically. So. Um, this is really cool product. We, we also have that. Um, but as you can see, the range is very large. If anyone needs like direction, obviously they, they should ask you, they should consult you what they should use. That's my best suggestion. Obviously they can also take a short quiz on our website and it's going to give them a, a kind of an overall suggestion, but I highly recommend, uh, going on a, a short conversation with you, with anyone in, in, in Revive. I don't know who answers the phone, but whoever answers the phone, I bet, can give them um, recommendations that are much more specific and, and much more uh, modular. Mm, absolutely. Um, you know, I'm, I'm just so happy that, that this skincare is available and I am actually very 100% confident to be recommending. Obviously, we need to do a little bit more training with you. Just a few more calls. Okay. Sounds good. Whenever, whenever you want, uh, spot on full bottle. But um, I, I, you know, it's it's just such a, a beautiful uh, range that I think it's the only one I need to have here, and it's the only mm-hmm. one I ever have here. Um, and it's yeah, I, I just I just love that. So thank you so much, and thank you for your time today, and for what you're doing. Again, the messages that you're spreading, and yeah, you know, we still have so much more to discuss. So we'll have to. Yes. Have- <laughs> exactly let's do it we'll, we'll we'll chunk it up you know we'll we'll do it we'll do we do need to be more i think if we if we in the future we do need to be more organized because we have so much to talk about that especially me i jump from subject to subject and bundle bundle things together so i need to be a little more organized but it it's a pleasure jody i mean i'm a huge fan anastasia and i we loved you guys the minute we met you obviously we have uh common friends that that uh, I mean, that it was very easy to to love you guys, but um, we couldn't think of a better partner in Australia, really. Um, so, just let's let's con- get the continue uh, continue supporting each other, and I'm sure we can help 
everyone that that needs help uh down under that was <laughs> bad but that's a good one yeah out of that one well yeah and I, you know case studies coming forth i can't wait to actually provide more information on that once we get you know a good you know a few months of a lot of different clients on this yeah. these days as well as all the supports that we're doing underneath it's just going to be incredible so so exciting absolutely thank you jolie All right. Lovely to chat, Amitai. We'll chat to you soon. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Revital Health Podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Revital Health, as well as our website, revitalhealth.com.au, for upcoming podcasts, workshops, and speaking events. Find out about specials happening in the clinic and all the show notes and links mentioned in the podcast. Please remember that this information discussed here is general information and is not intended to diagnose or treat individuals. Please speak to your healthcare professional before embarking on any new treatments, lifestyle changes, medicines or supplementation to assess your suitability. Have a wonderful day and we'll see you again soon.